and thank God for the harvest. Yeah. That, that's it. That, I'm fired up just reading those scriptures. I'm fired up. I'm telling you, just fired up. Anybody didn't come to church, they call them and say, you missed, you missed your vitamins today. You missed your vitamins. Watch it now. You need to make sure that you are speaking this word, right? Don't regurgitate what the world is telling you to speak because fear spreads and fear is contagious. Come on, somebody. But you got to speak the word. Amen? So I'm going to send this, uh, I'm going to send these scriptures out in the uh, newsletter. All right? So if you don't, if you have not given us your information, see Sister Chris at the hub table on the way out. We just want to stay in contact with you. And also, you get all these vitamins. You get all these vitamins so you can take every day, right? While everybody else is running with fear, I'm not saying to wash your hands. Wash your hands, but take your vitamins. <laughs> Come on, wash your hands. Come on, right? Don't say call for me. No, don't do that, right? I'm not saying be foolish, right? But here's what I'm saying. Watch this. You got people doing all those things, but if they leave the word out, there's no guarantee. You understand what I'm telling you here today, right? But the word gives you a guarantee. Amen? Somebody say, thank God for the word. Now, you ought to feel stronger just quoting them scriptures, right? Your spirit man ought to feel strong just saying that, just, just speaking that word ought to do something in your spirit man. Amen. And so I want you to keep that in your hearts and your minds uh, as we move on these next couple of days. A lot going on uh, in the world today. But guess what? God is in control, church. Amen? Amen. And guess what? I hate to say it, but there's going to be moments where it's going to be worse than what we're in. Because the last days, the Bible says it has to happen. But this is the opportunity for the church to shine and be the church. Come on, and be the church. We're going to see people running to the house of God, running to the house of God, because there'll be nowhere else to go. <laughs> there'll be nowhere else to go, but we're going to be ready for the harvest. Amen? Amen. Somebody say we're ready for the harvest. So I, I want to jump into this. I'm not going to be long before you today, but we've been talking about the promised land, talking about the promised land, right? That God has promised land for everybody, and, 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 and uh, uh, you know, if you're really hungry today, I can really give you some good food if you're really, really hungry today. I, I, I got some good stuff I can really give to you. But uh, everybody has an assignment for their promised land. And God has uh, given our church an assignment to, to reach and touch the city of Philadelphia, right, so that we can bring change. The scripture we looked at on last week was in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse number 19. He said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that... I have set before you, what, life and death. So with this now, we were speaking scriptures of life, right? Because God has given us the option to speak life and death. I can speak what the media is trying to let me see, or I can speak what the word says about me, amen? I've set before you life and death. Watch this, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose, <laughs> right? You have to make a choice. God didn't make any robots. You have to choose. He says, I'm going to tell you what to choose. I want you to choose life. Why? That both you and your seed may live. Now, we said last week, we're not just talking about this scripture doesn't just speak of the seed, which is your children or the seed, that fruit of your body. But the seed that he also speaks of is the word. The Bible says that the seed also represents or is symbolic of the word of God. He says, when you speak life, that word that you're planting will live. But if you plant a word and then you speak death over it, you cancel out the life from that word. Come on, that makes sense to somebody. So you got to make sure that you are speaking and choosing life. Speaking and choosing 
life every day because you can't take over territory when you are bogged down with what? Fear. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24 through 25. And he said this, we read this uh, last week, rise, take your journey and cross over the river Arnon. Look, here it goes. I have given into your hand. God has already given you the provision. Sion, Amorite, king of Heshbon and his land. Watch this. When God gives you territory, he gives you the king also because with the king comes his possessions. He says, I've given you the king and his land. And that's good stuff there. I've already delivered to you. Watch this. Begin to possess it. So we talked about taking land and possession is a process. Does not happen in one swoop, right? It is a process, right? You got saved and you're still working out some things about working out your salvation every day, right? It's a process. He says, and then I want you to engage him. Here's a word we don't like. In battle. We don't like that word battle. Right? Well, we would love for, hey, everything is already done. Yeah, it is done, but you're going to have to battle. Come on, you're going to have to fight. But here's the good news. The fight has already been given to you to win. You've already won the fight. He says at the beginning, I've already given into your hands. Engage him and fight in battle. But you will win the fight. Somebody say, I'm going to win the fight. I want you to write this statement down, take a picture of whatever's easy for you. Taking territory takes a kingdom mindset. Taking territory takes a kingdom mindset. So not everybody has a kingdom mindset. When we talk about the kingdom of God, we talk about taking land and taking territory. Some people are comfortable where they are. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Right? Because as long as I'm breathing, God has an assignment for me to do, right? And God has an assignment for this church to do in the city of Philadelphia. So taking territory takes a kingdom mindset. And you have to be in the right mindset in order to take territory. Isaiah chapter 51, verse 3 through 16 says, For the Lord will comfort Zion, he will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. That means that every barren place in your life, when you step into a kingdom mindset, begins to flourish. Every wilderness place begins to flourish. Every desert place begins to flourish. And joy and gladness will be found where you are. There's some people you see you want to run the opposite direction because you know they're going to complain. But when people see you, they're going to see joy and gladness. Come on, somebody. When they come in contact with you, they're going to come in contact with what? Joy and gladness. That verse 16 in that scripture says, and I will put my words, here we go, in your mouth. And I have covered you with the shadow of my hand. I may plant the heavens. Wow, this is powerful. He says, how are we going to turn, look at this first part of the scripture. How are we going to turn the wilderness into Eden and deserts like the garden? Well, I put my words in your mouth that will allow you to do that. Did you get that? We can turn the wilderness in the desert into the Garden of Eden by speaking the Word of God. He says, when you speak the Word of God, you are planting heaven in dry places. Man. So we speak life over Philadelphia. Come on. We speak life over your homes. We speak life over your children. I don't care how crazy your kids are. Don't say they demons and they rotten and they just like their daddy, daddy. Don't, no, speak life. Come on, speak life over them. 
Don't say nothing good never happens to me. Speak life over yourself. Why? Because when you speak life, you are planting the heavens. God has given you his words in order to make heaven come down on earth. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How does that happen? When you speak his words, you plant the heavens. Man, this is... When I speak, oh man, Ben, this is good. But when, when, when you speak life and you speak his word, you are planting the heavens. So God got to put you in certain areas because he needs you to speak in those areas. God, come on, somebody. He needs you to, he'll put you in certain industries so you can speak in those industries. Heaven is absent in those places and he needs you to show up so you can speak I'm going to plant some heaven here. Come on, somebody. I'm going to be a blessing. They may curse me, but I'm going to bless them that curse me. Why? Because I'm a heaven planter. Look at somebody say, I'm a heaven planter. Come on, say it like you believe it. I am a heaven planter. So this week, you're going to plant heaven. Come on, do we have any heaven planters? This week, I'm going to plant heaven. No matter where I'm at, I'm going to plant. Stop planting hell. And telling people to go there. Come on, stop that. Stop sending people to hell. Send people to heaven. When's the last time you said go to heaven? <laughs> I, come on, I'm almost done. Come on. When's the last time you said that? You always tell somebody go to hell. No, tell people go to heaven. They may be sending you to heaven. No, no, I'm going to send you to heaven. I, I ain't going to hell. I know where I'm going. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to send you to heaven. God, God bless you. Go to heaven. When's the last time you did that? This week, I want you to do that, all right? And somebody say, go to hell, you say, go to heaven. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody say, hallelujah. hallelujah. I want you to write this statement down. Kingdoms operate on knowledge, not religion. Man, this is going to be good. Kingdoms operate on knowledge, not religion. And we live in an era where everything is, people are so religious. Everybody say they saved today. <laughs> everybody you say oh, I'm saved yeah I'm saved <laughs> everybody saved everybody's a Christian today it's just a cool thing to be you know I'm a Christian <laughs> but the Bible says by their fruit you shall know them Amen. come on somebody we're not talking about religion we're talking about a kingdom mindset and the kingdom operates on knowledge not religion that's backed up by the scripture in Hosea 4 and 6 my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge Right? Knowledge. Why? Because the enemy can operate where the will of God is not known. I'm going to say it again. The enemy can operate where the will of God is not known. That's why kingdoms operate on knowledge and not religion. Right? Because if you don't know your rights as a citizen, the enemy can take advantage of you. Come on, somebody. The reason why people hire lawyers is because the lawyer's job is to know the rights of the person they're representing. Come on, somebody. So you got to know what your rights are as a kingdom citizen. Sickness is not supposed to touch your body. It doesn't have a right. Worry does not have a right. Come on. Debt and poverty does not have a right. You have to know what your rights are as a kingdom citizen. My people are destroyed for the lack of... So I'm assuming that everybody's not here today. They must got all the knowledge that they need. Which confuses me. <laughs> right? Look at this. I want you to write this down. Religion looks to be a substitute for the kingdom. Man. Religion looks to be a substitute for the kingdom. 
Man, that's rough. Religion looks to be a substitute for the kingdom. Why? Because kingdom mindset is about taking territory. Kingdom mindset is about growing and expanding. Religion says, I came to church Sunday, I'll see you next Sunday. That's what religion says. Kingdom says, I come to get charged on Sunday so I can be even better on Monday, Tuesday. Come on, talk to me. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday. Right? I, I, I'm just here to get charged. Because what, there's something that happens when we come together and we start praising God together and we start worshiping together. I'm charged from my Monday, my Tuesday, my Wednesday. Come on, I get charged. Sunday is not a quota. <laughs> right? Religion tries to substitute the kingdom. What did he say? Jesus had the same problem. Don't worry. He said, then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, why do, you, uh, why do your disciples transgress the traditions, <laughs> a.k.a. religion of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. He answered and said to them, why do you also transgress the commandments of God because of your religion? <laughs> Jesus was gangster. I mean, he just like... I, I, he, came, he, came, he came right back at him, man. Uh, they asked him about tradition. He said, well, I got a question for you. <laughs> I got a question for you. Why do you transgress the commandment of God because of your religion? Same issue. And we have the same problem today. People are religious, and they have religion without relationship. <sighs> and God is not after your religion. He's after your relationship. He wants your heart. He wants your, am I making sense here today? He wants to be in relationship. And relationship is not just on Sundays. That's called religion. Come on, somebody. I have a beautiful wife. I've been married going on 18 years. But I wouldn't have made it to 18 years if we only talked on Sundays. Come on, come on. If we only talked on Sundays, we in the same house, you know, trying to live together, living the same room, living together and everything, and we only talk on Sundays. That's not, my, that's not a marriage or a relationship. She wants relationship. I want relationship. And God wants relationships. He doesn't want a religion says, I only come to you when I'm in trouble. Come on, I'm almost there. You, you here now. You might as well let me hit you. Uh, uh, religion says, religion says uh, I, 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 I only come to church when something's bad or when viruses are breaking out. Or, or, the only time I come to church. Relationship says, I don't need nothing bad to happen to come. I come because I love you. Yeah. Ooh, man. I'm here to worship because you're just good and you're God and you're solid and there's nobody like you. That's called relationship. Not Religion. I don't want Ruach to be a church of religion. I want it to be a church of relationship. <laughs> the kingdom message, I want you to see this, and I was looking at this the other day, is so important. I'm going to give you a couple more scriptures. That Jesus talked about the kingdom while he walked on the earth, and Jesus also talked about the kingdom after he was resurrected. I mean, that must be a pretty important topic. If while he was living, he talked about it, and after he was resurrected, he continued to. In the book of Acts, verse 1, verse, and, uh, chapter 1 and 3, says, To whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days, and watch this, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So he continued to talk kingdom even after his resurrection. 
This kingdom must be an important topic. More important than religion. Because <laughs> he didn't talk religion, he talked kingdom. And what we have to stop doing is talking religion and start talking the kingdom. Come on. The kingdom is about taking territory. The kingdom is about spreading the love of Christ. The kingdom is not about religion. It's about relationship. God is trying to build with you a relationship. I want to point these two things out. And I'm going to read John. John is going to be the last scripture we're going to read. But I was doing some, some digging, looking at, uh, uh, the beginning, you know, Genesis is my favorite book in the whole Bible because I truly believe in my heart that you can't understand Exodus through Revelations without first understanding Genesis, the beginning, the beginning of things, right? And it's like when you're talking to somebody, uh, it helps when you know their story. You know, it's one thing I, I, I can appreciate Brother Ben because I know his story, Right? I know how, what got him to where he is. Right? He has a powerful testimony. You can appreciate people when you understand where they came from. That makes sense to you. Right? And so watch, when we understand this, and I don't have a slide for this, because this is going to be, look at somebody and say, this is going to be a bonus. This is a bonus. This is a bonus. Uh, 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 and, and so watch, so when we talk about kingdom, because our Brother Ben said something that was so important uh, when he was up here praying. He said, in the next couple of months, uh, RCC, we're going to be doing some kingdom work out there. We're going to be out there taking territory. We're going to be out there. God has given us a commission, and we're going to be obedient to the commission because he told us like he told the disciples. The disciples said, send the people away to go eat. And Jesus looked at them and said, you feed them. And every time, so many times we try to put the onus on somebody else. Let the government do it. And God's saying, it's the church's responsibility. Because if the church feeds, if, if the government feeds them, then the government becomes their source and they rely on the government instead of looking to Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on, I'm making sense? So, so look at somebody and say, you feed them. You feed them. Yeah, you feed them, yeah. <laughs> and so, watch this. He, he was showing me the difference between the earth and the world. The earth and the world. And, 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 and next week, I'll put a slide up if you want all, all fancy stuff next week. But, but, but this is just a bonus. I was, uh, the original word for earth is terra firma. Come on, pre- help me preach back there, Pastor Rick. Uh, it's terra firma. And, and the word for world in the Greek is cosmos. Now, here's the, here's the unique thing about cosmos, right? So when they say that the Bible it says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So the earth, the terra firma deals with the, 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 the soil. It is the physical aspect. It is the earth. The world is the governing system that is in the earth, okay? So the the world and the earth are two totally different things. So he put you in the earth, but there also was a world that runs the system. The the word cosmos actually means governing influence, order of authority. So watch this. The world is the authority that influences the place. The world influences the earth. Earth is the territory or the domain. It is, uh, it is the world that is the government over the territory. Now, this is powerful because the world, and I was digging this up, man, this is rich. The world was created after the earth was created. <laughs> In Genesis 1 and 2, he creates the earth. But when he gives Adam dominion is when he created the world. 
The earth was created in Genesis, but when he said, hey, Adam, I'm giving you control and dominion is when he created the world. So if you go back and really dig and really look when, when Jesus was taken up to the high place and the enemy came and said, hey, show him all the glories of the kingdoms of the world, the Bible says. Not of the earth, the world. Why? Because he says, I can give this to you, Jesus, if you worship me, because it was given to me. The government of this world was handed over to me by Adam. So Jesus told Pilate, he says, hey, my kingdom is not of, come on, help me preach, this world. world. He's saying, my kingdom is not of this system. Now look at the scripture. This is, this is profound. I'm going to close with this. Jesus answered, my kingdom, my kingship, my royal power belongs not to this government. Ah. <laughs> uh. If my kingdom were of this world, my followers would have been fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. So he says, hey, you are in this world, but you are not of this system. You're in the system, but you are not. You had to get born again. And when I rebirthed you, I birthed you from another place. Gosh, help me here. So watch this. If you are birthed from another place, the world's going to think you crazy because their system is going to be opposite to your system. God. Everybody else is fearful, but you bold in the Holy Ghost. Come on. You're speaking 120 years. That sounds crazy to the world. That sounds nuts to the world, but where you're from, long life is normal. Oh, come on, talk to me somebody. Where you're from, you're blessed, you're not cursed. Where you're from, you're the head and not the tail. Where you're from, you're above and not beneath. Where you're, I'm so glad you came. Where, where, where you're from, come on in somebody, you walk in the blessing and the favor of God. My kingdom is not of this world. My government, my ruling system. So God told us, watch this. He says, I want you to, to I, look at Luke real quick, chapter 4. I'm going to close this. Luke 4 and 5. Luke 4 and 5. Now, I know y'all, I spoiled y'all, but you're going to have to pull your Bible out, all right? Luke 4 and 5 says this. I'm, I, I got I to gotta read this to you. Because, watch this, you, 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 you are anointed to take over. I'm done. You, you, you are anointed to take over. Stop letting the enemy take over you and you take over his system. Come on here, somebody. Don't let the enemy dictate to you. <laughs> he, God has put his word in your mouth to what? To plant heaven. The body of Christ ought to be planting heaven at such an aggressive weight, a rate until we replace the current world system. Can I say it again? Can I say it again? The body of Christ ought to be planting heaven at such an accelerated rate until we replace the current world system. That's a big statement. 
this territory that God has called us to take over. So what would Jesus do? He would say, hey, I'm going to send you out two by two. Go out in my name and cast out demons. Come on in, somebody. Lay hands on the sick. What was he doing? He was replacing one system with another system. Gosh. Every time your body gets healed, he is replacing one system with another system. Every time somebody in your family gets saved, he is replacing one system with another system. Every time you go from fear to faith, you're replacing one system. Come on, I wish, I'm, I'm done, I'm done. With another system. Ah, this is good stuff. This is better than y'all saying amen. I'm telling you, this is. Uh, what, what did I tell you? I done lost my place. Look, what, what did I tell you? Uh, Luke 4. Th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Luke 4, uh, verse 5. Thank you, Brother Ben. <laughs> I got so happy. I lost my place where I was at. Uh, uh, verse, let's look at verse 3. And the devil said to him, if thou be the son of God, command the stone uh, that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil taking him up into a high mountain, look at this, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world. This world has many kingdoms. Come on. Many kingdoms with different kings all over the world. And the enemy said, I will give you, because the earth belonged to the children of men. He said, but the world system was handed over to me. The government that governs this earth was handed over to me. That's what he said. And verse 6, and the devil said unto him, all this power will I give unto thee and the glory of them, for that it was what? You thought I made that up, right? It was delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. Now, you would think Jesus would say, it was not the devil, you are lying. No, 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 when he said. <laughs> verse 7, if thou therefore will worship me, uh, 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 all this will be mine. Now, this is, the enemy is still telling people this. I'll give you money if you worship me. I'll make you a a star if you worship me. How many people that are out there singing today started off in the church? Come on, record tell me, come on, you help me preaching that, right? Right? Started off in the church, right? And got a record deal, and now they're out in the world. Because the enemy said, hey, if you worship me, I'll make your name great. I'll give you some glory. Same thing. He's saying the same thing. Verse 8. And Jesus answered and said to him, get thee behind me. You got to tell him that. Satan, for it is written that thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, he didn't say it was not given to you. He didn't say you have no power to give it. He says, no, I'm not going to worship you for it. I don't have to do that. Because Jesus understood that Adam did give up his right when he disobeyed God in the garden. But what the enemy didn't know is that Jesus was about to take everything back. I'm done. I'm done. He, 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 he didn't know that. He said, I don't have to worship you. You're trying to give me this, but I'm about to take everything. Ah, come on, church. Uh, Rob, come on. I'm done. Uh, he said, he said, hey, you're trying to give me this one thing, but you don't know. I'm about to clean you out. And after I clean you out, I'm going to give the keys to all my kids. Woo! 
and come on, come on. And, 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 and they're going to take every corner of this world, every corner of this earth, and they're going to give me glory. So God said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. Come on, stand to your feet, stand to your feet. Come on, a kingdom mindset says, I am going to take what belongs to me. From today forward, you're not going to walk in fear anymore. You're not going to walk in defeat anymore. From today forward, you have a kingdom mindset. Your business is blessed. Come on. Your jobs are blessed because of you. Your home is blessed. Your health is blessed. You are a child of the living God. Favor is on your life. I'm going to pray. But what I want you to do is just for a moment, I want you just to lift those hands and I want you to ask God to give you the courage to take land. Whatever that land may be, whatever that territory may be, whatever that assignment may be, ask God to give you the courage. The enemy wants you to be fearful, fear of failure. But what if? What if? What if? What if it fails? What if nobody helps me? Hey, there's a scripture that says, if God be for you, who can be against you? Hey, there's another one that says in our constitution called the Bible, greater is he. Come on, talk to me here, somebody. That is in me than he. Come on, that is in the world. That broken system. Today, as we sing this song one more time, God is going to give you kingdom courage. I want God to give you supernatural kingdom fire that will put running in your feet. And you'll say, God, I'm going to run, run, and do my kingdom assignment. I am ready to take land. I am ready to take territory. I am ready to do what you have called me to do. For God before me, who can be against me? He goes before me and makes every crooked road straight. He's called me to be the head and not the tail. Your healing is in your obedience to your assignment. Your breakthrough is in your obedience to your assignment. Your next level is in your obedience to your assignment. Well, Pastor, the doctor said, you know the master physician whose name is Jesus. This world's doctor told you that. But where you're from, they have something called advanced medicine. Come on, somebody. And advanced medicine is the word of God. And it works on anybody. Come on here, somebody. No matter what it is, things that this world has not heard of, this word can deal with. I said things that this world has not heard of, this word can deal with. Take my life Come on, worship him. You strong, take my life. 
God has given you strength today. Come on, worship him for a minute. Just worship him for a minute. sound of my voice I pray divine kingdom protection I pray that whatever weight you walk in with is being broken off of you right now in the name of Jesus I pray right now that the enemy's plan for your life is being destroyed and vetoed in the name